Hey, text the code word ICE to 850-850 within the next 10 minutes, and you can win tickets to see the Bruins take on New York this Monday. Text the word ICE to 850-850 for your chance to win Bruins tickets. Brought to you by the Stanley Cup champion Boston Bruins. Great seats are still available for when the Bruins face the Islanders this Monday and the Oilers next Thursday. For tickets, call 617-624-2327 or visit bostonbruins.com for your chance to win tickets. See the Bruins and the Islanders on Monday. Text the word ICE right now to 850-850. Here on Mutt Merloni, Sports Radio, W-E-E-I. We'll talk hockey with our buddy Brad Marchand coming up. Bruins, uh, big winners last night. We'll get into a quick review. I don't want to take too much away from your viewing of it whenever you watch it, but you have to DVR the Chris Heron story. Uh, unguarded, a ESPN 30 for 30 documentary that aired last night. Uh, right after, I didn't even watch it live. I'd watched the Bruins game, DVR'd it, went back to it, but it was awesome. And uh, Chris Heron earlier today, uh, on DNC was awesome. Have to watch it. Must mm-hmm. watch for you. Yeah, I Must saw watch. a little something that did over at Comcast. And then Carolyn Mano, I think, sat down with them, and it was 15, 20 minute interview. It was it was a good piece. I mean, it, guys been through an awful lot, and, and uh, yeah, definitely interested. I just didn't. I wasn't even aware. He didn't tell me it was on tap. I didn't. Te- I didn't give you that last night. No, I was so focused on the Bruins. I mean, you told me about the real Rocky. I back. tuned in on that one. Got to help me out here a little bit. I mean, I'm locked in and. You know, and, and Fireman Sam in cars right now. <laughs> kind of off on the whole 30-30 thing. That's the way it works. That's a bad job out of me. Uh, we'll talk to Brad Marshawn. We'll talk to you guys as well at 617-779-0850. Toll free, 888-525-0850. Verizon cell phone, pound WEI. It's a free call. You can text us uh, anytime on the AT&T text line uh, at 850-850. And we talked to TC was in here last week for you as you were uh, part of the big move. And he, we joked about the hangover effect. And he had a great analogy that, you know, if it's a hangover effect, then, hey, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Time to sober up, take a couple Advil, take a couple Gatorade, uh, and, and get over the hangover. I thought that was the Bruins' good ch- uh, a first good step uh, in doing that last night from what they're able to do. We talked a lot about the offense. You mentioned Char. Char and Boychuk. You know, getting those shots in from that blue line, putting pressure uh, on Craig Anderson, who was a net last night for Ottawa, giving his team rebound opportunities, uh, which just it was good to see. And it's a Bruins team that got out to such a slow start. You started to hear the points about, oh, last year was a mirage. They did it just on good goaltending, and Tim Thomas stood in his head. That's how they won. Uh, I never believed that. I still don't believe that. There's some talent on this team. Uh, they got some issues in scoring the puck, but for the most part, it's a group that uh, – you think is going to be able to make a run here. And last night against Ottawa was a step in that direction if you are a Bruins fan. Although our boy Brad Marshall, we'll talk to him about this, that tripped up a little bit. See that play late in the game? Marshall, a little bit of a break-in, tripped up, no call. That's mm-hmm. a, I mean, I, I'm still trying to figure out some of the intricacies of, of what these officials call in the National Hockey League. I mean, that was a clear-cut trip. He had made a break-in look. That should have been a goal for him. I didn't leave it a little... Opportunity for Brad Marshawn. Well, we'll have to talk to him about it. See what he has to think. I tripped up. It's our guy. I see him there. He's Brad Marshawn. Joining us on the AT&T hotline. AT&T, faster with 4G. Rethink possible. He's presented by Brennan Smoke Shop. They sponsor our conversation with Brad Marshawn every week. Brad, Mike, and Lou, how are you? Hey, how are you? Sorry, I'm late. Uh, I'm just sitting here in the room just getting off the ice. How was practice today? Give us a breakdown. How'd things go? It was good. Uh, obviously, a little better mood and... and uh, Everyone's so excited about uh, about the win, so practice was good. 
You say better mood. It was, I, I read your comments before the game last night where you said maybe the word frustration was creeping into uh, your room a little bit. How, how does that, Brad, manifest itself? Do guys talk about it? Is there When you're 3-7 and seven out of the gate before that game last night, is it pretty public knowledge that you feel like you're not playing all that well as a team? Yeah, it's very public. Everyone knows that uh, we have a much better team than our record. And, and last night we, we played a great game. We played a lot more like um, – like we should be in and like we can and it uh you know it also showed with the win so we're obviously very excited about that Claude came out yesterday and said uh you know teams right now they're not engaging because they know we feed off of that and and as a result maybe losing some discipline getting some penalties against us it looked like last night ottawa they were willing to engage with you guys and gotten that type of game i think that that you guys enjoyed yeah they did uh you know they they allowed us to spark some some emotion and energy with uh, Thority's fight and then Supi there at the end. And, um, they have some guys who like to play that way and even if uh, it, they shouldn't be um, you know, giving us that opportunity to get emotionally engaged, um, they're doing it anyway just because they have too much pride. So it's uh, worked out well for us. You mentioned pride and getting engaged. How hard is it when a guy like Neil, it, it, last night, Brad, is clearly trying to, to goad you. We're watching it on TV and thinking, okay, let's see if he goes for the bait, see if he goes for the bait. You're very restrained there. How, how hard is that not to want to go after a guy when he's trying to goad you into something like that? Well, I, I was going to him. I went at him first. And, <laughs> um, you know, he kind of bit on me, so I was kind of hoping he was going to punch me and get an extra two. So it's, uh, I wasn't going to bite into him. I was waiting for him to come at me. You know, uh, actually, early did an interview with DJ Bean here in WEI, and he made a comment saying, you know, trying to stay away from some of that stuff, getting under opponent's skin early on in the year and just worrying about playing, but you see, you admitted that maybe you got to get back to some of that. Was that what it's been about here the last couple of games for you, trying to get back to, to being that kind of guy to get under people's skin? Yeah, well, it's part of my game. Um, you know, I do want to play, uh, you know, just worry about your game and, and not that extra stuff, but uh, sometimes it gets me more involved and allows me to play better. So, uh, you know, I might have to do that a little more now. All right, Bergeron, a guy that you're used to playing with. Tyler Sagan has now skated with your group now for a couple of games. Give us a a rundown of this. You, you talked to us. You, Sagan's one of your best friends on the team. Now you're you're skating with him out there. How do you think that line has, has played together, Brad? Uh, it's terrible. I hate playing with Sagan. He's just a brutal <laughs> hockey player. But, uh, he's not very good, right? It's not like he's uh, showing no, he's any no talent, talent in the second year. He's got no talent. He's a plug. He shouldn't even be in the league. So. No, I think it's awesome. He's uh, he's playing great right now. He's um, you know he uh, he's very fast and, and you know he's tremendous still. And he, I think you'll uh, you know we played really well together last night. I think we'll only continue to get better as a group. Um, you know I think a lot of speed on our line and speed's that's your advantage. We're going to be uh, dangerous line. You know, last night you watched those first period, first two periods, really, and, and you almost see that similar frustration in that, you know, they get a couple lucky bounces, a couple goals. You guys miss some some big opportunities, but it seems, though, the game plan was just fire shots on Anderson. You know, they've won six straight, but really, look at his numbers, 3.8 goals against, save percentage isn't there. Was it pretty much the game plan, just keep firing pucks and trying to grind this thing out? Yeah, we just wanted to um, keep pushing forward. We knew we were playing well, and, and uh, we got opportunities, and if we kept playing like that, they are going to eventually go in and you know, both their goals were, were lucky breaks. They didn't really have any opportunities other than that. So, um, you know, if we just kept pushing, then we're going to, you know, we're going to embarrass you. And, and that's what we did. Brad Marshawn, he joins every Wednesday. We talk to him on Mutton Lou Sports Radio, WEI. Now, I got to go back. We haven't talked to you since the uh, great Marshawn P.K. Subban uh, throwdown of six days ago. Take, yeah. us, take us through that. I want to start with, before we get to the actual altercation, 
First, the the, the Montreal Canadiens jumped in and kind of stopped the thing. Then the refs jumped in. Why why do referees? Why don't they just let you guys go in the first place? When does that become? Hey, let us just get this off. We're both trying to go at each other here. Well, I don't think you're. Um, I think after the whistle, the refs have to jump in. I think that's kind of the rule, and uh, that's why uh, they came in the second time. The first time, um, I thought he won the fight. That's why I dropped the gloves and tried to hit him. And uh, so yeah, it. It was nice that we were eventually able to go, but, uh, you know, unnecessary to grab a few penalties in there before that. Now, you get in, you do, as you said, kind of build up some penalties towards it. Once you guys go, you meet coming right out of the penalty box. It, what's the what's the rule there? You guys both took gloves Start off, undressing. elbow pads off. I mean, was there a certain kind of, uh, okay, we're going to go, let's make sure we're, we're all unpadded here to get after <laughs> this thing? I was a little caught off guard. Uh, I didn't know he was going to take uh, helming and elbow pads off. And I was waiting for the shirt to come off, Brad. I got, <laughs> yeah, let's not no, get nervous. I, I was going to take it off. I, I thought I was just going to skate around the shirt, around the radio shirt. I start flexing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. He he, just, he took the helmet off and and elbow pads. So I figured I'd uh, you know do the same. So it's uh, it was good. You know, we got it over with, and I uh, kind of liked it. You kind of liked it, and we find out hey. afterwards you're kind of you're kind of friendly with him. It's not like it was uh, just something you wanted to do. This uh, PK Subban's not a guy that you dislike as a hockey player. You guys actually get along off the ice. Yeah, well, we played together before, but you know, on the ice and, and off the ice, you can play different things. Uh, when you're on the ice, you're doing a job, and you hate everyone you're playing against. No friends out there, and, and uh, you know, sometimes you're gonna you gotta do that stuff. So that's how it is. Yeah, I mean the Brad Marchand, I just it it grows because everybody Bruins fan wants to, to take a swing at PK Subban at this point, especially after yeah, what we saw last year. I think uh, there's a lot of guys on my team that were a little jealous that uh, that I was the one to go home. But um, you know, it, even if I was him, uh, you know, Horry wants to go home and Luch. And, but I, if I was him, I wouldn't be fighting those guys either. So. Well, Thornton right now is on pace for about 72 uh, fights, <laughs> I think, on the season. So someone's got to pick him up. <laughs> Yeah, I know. You got to give him a break sometimes. He uh, he gets punched in the head enough. Dude, Subban took some big swings at you. You gotta uh, you gotta maybe help him out. Those were some big cuts. He looked like he had never fought before. He's just throwing haymakers, trying to connect there with you. Yeah, I think he was going for the knockout, and, and uh, you know some guys want to do that, and, and uh, so it's okay though. It's a little easier to see them see them coming and, and duck them. So I'm not upset about it. All right, so you guys come out last night. You play the game that everybody thinks you're kind of capable of. Um, but one game, it's a new month. How important was that kind of just changing it over? Did you guys talk at all and say, listen, new month, time to start fresh, let's put October behind us? Yeah, definitely. It's uh, You know, it was a good time to try to look at it to change things around. New month and, you know, come in with a really hot team, 6-0 in the last six games. And, um, it's an opportunity for us to, um, you know, to, to get on a roll, and, and that's all we really wanted to do. Did, did last night's effort have anything to do with maybe hearing some whispers? You know, Peter Shirelli talking, hey, maybe, we, you know, we're playing the way we are right now. Maybe we got to start changing some th- th- things up here, making a move. Did that impact? Did you guys talk about that at all? No, uh, no, we didn't. We're not really thinking about that right now. We um, have to focus more on, on, you know, how we're playing and if we're in, we're getting trades, and that's just going to keep in our mind. And, um, you know, it's going to bother us. So we, we know that if we just go and win, then we don't have to worry about that. Uh, we asked some uh, Bruins fans to get involved on Facebook, Brad, and, and they had some questions for you. And the one I wanted to ask you was from Andrew Fife, who said, you know, what are you and your two ma- teammates trying to do to make things better on and off the ice during this uh, slower start to the season? We're just trying to, um, you know, watch video and correct 
uh, the things we need to do. I think most of it, a lot of it is just effort and focus. If, uh, you know, if we, you know, focus harder on, on what we need to do instead of lollygagging a bit sometimes, and, um, you know, we'll be right. You see your boy Tim Thomas, little TV commercial action? Can you see that spot yeah, yeah, we saw it today, actually. What'd you think? Oh. Yeah, he's, uh, he's not a bad actor. But, <laughs> Come uh, on, stop it, Brad. Oh. Stop it. Not a bad actor. What, is he sitting next to you? Uh, yeah, I don't want to hurt his feelings. He's brutal. <laughs> he, he's got a radio face. Oh, we do, too. That's why we're here. Yeah. All right, Brad, we appreciate the time. Enjoy the trip to Toronto. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Ed. There he All is. Right. Brad Marshawn joins us every week here. Mutt and Lou Sports Radio, WEEI. He is presented by Brennan's Smoke Shops, the very best tobacco and tobacco accessories at the very best prices in Massachusetts. Customers must be 18 years or older. Now check out that Tim Thomas commercial. Mm. Good for Tim, but oof. Got to stay in net. 617-779-0850. Toll free, 888-525-0850. We'll get back to your phone calls. Big show at 2 o'clock, Sports Radio.